Hey, hey, hey. We are here with another episode. I am so excited because this episode is with my mother, my mommy, my mommy, my real mommy. And we had a great conversation just about career and technical education, her experience, her history, her journey, how she landed in career and technical education. I think this is just a great opportunity for you all to get insight into what me and my mom talk about occasionally when we're not, you know, talking about random things or uh, any interesting facts or whatever. Um, We're having conversations about career and technical education and those things that impact our students um, and our community. And so my mom is an amazing person. She is someone who inspires people. She's strong. And the fact that it's May, um, I also thought it was just a great opportunity to talk with her as well because in May we do honor our moms and um, we we kind of shed light on all the things they've done for us and we honor them and so this was kind of my way of honoring my mom and honoring honoring our relationship uh, so you guys get to hear hear from her hear from her experiences hear the brilliance and the joy and the love that comes from that of Cynthia Chambers um, real quick though I do want to apologize because um, when I was listening back on the interview I realized I came in hot you know my mic was a little hot and so we'll we'll work on that for future episodes but I just want to say thank you all for sticking in here with me and listening to the episodes and providing me feedback um, if you want to send me questions or just send some comments um, you can email me at um, real educated LLC at gmail.com. That is real R E E L educated E D U C A T E D L L C at gmail.com. All right. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right. I am honored and have the privilege to. Talk to my mama today, um, the person that birthed me, like my real mom. I know I probably come on here and said a couple times that people are my mom but or mentors, um, but this is actually my mom, so I'm glad to have the privilege. <laughs> She's making faces, y'all. Um, the privilege of just being able to sit down, talk to her. Maybe you guys get some insight into our relationship, but um, this is my mama, my best friend, um, my confidant, and prayer warrior all the things um what you want me to call you cynthia minister chambers what you want to go by whatever you want to call me it's okay big head no (laughs) no not that (laughs) okay Okay. um but i would like to introduce you all to my mom miss cynthia chambers so mommy um introduce yourself to the people okay um what you do and you know Yes, we'll go from ma'am. there. So thank you for having me. And I and I just want to say I thank God for the, all those other mamas mm-hmm. that you've had. Mm-hmm. So I am, again, I'm Cynthia Chambers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn. Brooklyn in the house. So, <laughs> um, so I have worked in many different areas. One of the main areas that I've worked in my life is, of course, I'm a dance priest i've taught dance mm-hmm. i've also and dance of course is is my heart that's, mm-hmm. that's what i want to end up doing again right you know, finishing up mm-hmm. when i leave this when i leave education but mm-hmm. dance is education mm-hmm. but um but that's who i am i i always wanted to um be mm-hmm. 
as far as my gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. I've worked off Broadway, mm-hmm. um, and what what God has done for me is use all those gifts and talents now to to be paid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the time I didn't understand my worth mm-hmm. as far as those things that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so it's important for me mm-hmm. now when I work with anybody mm-hmm. to help pull out the, so they can recognize the gifts and talents mm-hmm. that God has given us. Mm-hmm. And that could be, those are things that we can be paid for. We can get educated more on. Mm-hmm. We can do, get professional development as mm-hmm. to the levels of our gifts and talents. Right. Because again, I, the world needs our, our gifts and talents. And yeah. So, um, I worked as a reemployment specialist mm-hmm. with the Virginia um, Employment Commission. Mm-hmm. I've worked as a case manager with mm-hmm. um, with Health Center Community Health Center here in Virginia. When I moved from New York, mm-hmm. I actually got hired as a, a case manager. Okay. I really um, I got that job over. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a degree then, mm-hmm. and I got that job over people who were who were interviewing as masters, because I asked my boss, I said, all those people, mm-hmm. uh, they had briefcases at the interview, mm-hmm. and they was, they really looked, you know, looked like, you know, a lot told me they had master's degrees. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything. Why did you hire me? Mm-hmm. And she said it was really your answer to the question, mm-hmm. what was poverty? What did that oh, mean to you? Wow. And I, I just said to her, well, it doesn't really have anything to do with money. It's right. our mindset. Oh, okay. It's how you see yourself and knowing where your resources are. Mm-hmm. Of course, God is a source. Mm-hmm. He will direct you to the resources. Mm-hmm. But there were many resources that we are privy to, and we just don't know where they are. We mm-hmm. don't know that they exist, or mm-hmm. we don't know how to use them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she really liked that because, I, again, I was interviewing as a case manager, right, a right. social worker, right. So I, she needed. She said, "I needed for you to have that mindset." Mm-hmm. So I, I um, got that job, mm-hmm. and so from there, um, it was a grant job. Mm-hmm. And I worked it for about eight years, mm-hmm. and then I went on to start our uh, child care center here at the Tabernacle of Zion mm-hmm. Church, and I was the director of the child care center for. Another ten years, mm-hmm. and then we decided we had to close because of we had a, a problem. We, the the sewage broke, and mm-hmm. we just lost we we lost some stuff. Mm-hmm. So we decided to close, and mm-hmm. then I was that's when I got the job at the Virginia Employment Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, but mind you, early on in my life in New York, I worked in a lot of children's programs. I mm-hmm. worked in a mental hospital too. Mm-hmm. Can't you tell? No. <laughs> Um, so I worked as um, and so my life in different jobs has really brought me to where I'm at now Mm -hmm. in Korean technical education Mm -hmm. um, because I realized that all those jobs added up to helping people Mm -hmm. number one helping people to find purpose and find out what's inside of them mm-hmm. and to know what's best for them mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so so what do you do now with career and technical education like um, how are you okay well i'm actually i teach i'm also uh early childhood education teacher on the cte mm-hmm. um and then i'm i am also the the uh cte coordinator or director okay so i'm multitask i have wear two hats right right um, and sometimes it can be challenging because sometimes i 
I have to, my students are like, Miss James, you, mm-hmm. you're depriving us. And, and, but now they understand mm-hmm. that. Um, so I, I teach my students um, in early childhood. I've developed them so that they can own a ch- uh, child care center to mm-hmm. be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or they can teach. Mm-hmm. They can be a home care provider. Mm-hmm. Just helping them to, again, understand what part of early childhood do can you do so right. they do internships right i just met um the other day now early childhood my program is going to be apprentice program nice and through the department of labor and through um the institute for advanced learning and research so we we um we have to develop for me mm-hmm. i need to develop um me again you know oh, in early childhood got you got you you know so and so this is really good. So it's a, it's a, a stipend for the business owner, mm-hmm. you know, so there's incentives there. Mm-hmm. And so we have to go there because, you know, we, we went from um, unpaid internships. I had received a, a paid internship for my second year students in mm-hmm. the child care center here. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, developing that relationship with businesses, mm-hmm. helping them to understand that we, we want to create um, employees for you, right? You know what, you, based on what you need, right? You know, and so we we put in them. So developing those relationships as a CTE director, I I do that for all the programs. I have criminal justice, mm-hmm. um, we have cosmetology, mm-hmm. we have culinary arts, we have um, welding, mm-hmm. we have business and information technology. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, ten people in our department, mm-hmm. and of course JRTC. Mm-hmm. So students are placed in. Our program areas, first they usually come in, in the introduction to mm-hmm. that area, mm-hmm. and then we have the advance, which is usually two two more years of a program. Okay. Um, no, that's good. I want to go back to something you said um, when you were sharing your story, like how you got from <clears throat> New York to now you are a teacher in the high school, teacher in early childhood. Um, you said that you got a job working, doing a case, being a case manager um, when you moved to Virginia, and you actually shared something that I didn't, I guess, didn't put two and two together because I look back when I was younger, and I do remember going to your college graduation uh, from St. Paul's. I was probably like eight, maybe 10, 11 years old, but I didn't realize when you were working at the other organization as a case manager, you didn't have a degree. Like it didn't really click. So until you just said that. So talk a little bit about maybe in that situation why skills are so important because you said something good you know your answer to a question in the interview about poverty you know the person who hired you shared that that is what got you the job so talk can can you talk a little bit about the difference between skills and maybe understanding the communities that you serve versus just you know having the degree and being um intellectually smart to do the work yeah so first of all in that instance i had moved from new york i didn't have a job i had worked um again with different community Mm -hmm. organizations so a skill set that i had developed was networking Mm -hmm. understanding an organization when i work what what i bring to the table Mm -hmm. i learned that um and so um, when I had um, got with the community health center, mm-hmm. I, I, again, I, I had I moved here and mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to get that job. 
Mm-hmm. So I purposed in my heart that I was going to get it. Mm-hmm. So that meant I had to stir up and bring up what did they need? Mm-hmm. What was it they need? Mm-hmm. And I was just being me. Right. You know, I worked in, uh, again, community programs mm-hmm. and learned um, a lot. I was, I mean, I had developed grant writing skills. Mm-hmm. How to, how, in other words, at that time, it was just how to get the money from whoever's giving it. Right. And right. And so I need to, needed to learn what they required and I needed to know how to put that back to them in writing Mm -hmm. and then develop a trust Mm -hmm. because I'm saying I need this money and I'm going to do what I said I was going to do with it. And so, so those are skills, soft skills we talk about, Mm -hmm. but we, we need to go deeper in it, Mm -hmm. you know, with not just a surface thing. Um, Mm -hmm. We need to help, um, students who apply them, mm-hmm. you know, put them in, in a, in a situation where they have to get beyond time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they need feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just because, okay. I've always shared with my partners when I've done internships, mm-hmm. please, I need this is to be a real experience. Right. For the not students. just a club. It's not just, I'm, I'm, putting kids here because we right. need you to do something. I need you, you are, you, we're giving you the opportunity to pour into them yeah. what you need for yeah. them to do. So you would say, Oh, I think I'll hire them. Right. 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 Um, so, and then to bring out, so a, a lot of time now, we, like I said, we call them soft skills, mm-hmm. but it's just really simple things mm-hmm. like, well, they're simple to us, but they're not simple to, I mean, to your point, you have to be put in situations exactly. where you can learn why it's important. Because mm-hmm. especially for <laughs> this generation, like, why do I need to be somewhere on time? Or why do I need to even maybe do something I don't want to do to do what I need to do? Mm, you know, good. and those are things that you learn by doing an internship mm-hmm. or, um, you know, in your situation, you kind of got on the job training because you brought all those skills that you learned from New York and working in the different areas, you brought that back to VA and you were able to apply. And and I think that's also another thing is like knowing when to apply skills that you know, and then also being able to identify the skills that you have. Cause had you not realized that, you know, I have the ability to uh, identify and really truly understand poverty. I have writing skills mm-hmm. and not just any writing skills, but the mm-hmm. ability to grant, write. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the ability to build relationships and network and, right. and maintain trust. Like, had you not identified those skills, you would have probably even not been able to show them to your potential employer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we know this podcast is about, the black community career and technical education so you have the privilege of working in a school system um in a rural area virginia mm-hmm. where the majority of the students that are served in that school system are brown and black children so why have you chosen career and technical education as a way to help this help the young people again it's um because it, there was a there's it's been a frame of time where we as blacks have just been pushed to go to college, to mm-hmm. four-year college, mm-hmm. and not really even even look at our skill sets, our, mm-hmm. um, our gifts and talents, because of what was available, trades. Mm-hmm. For example, um, working in, in the farm. Mm-hmm. When I used to come here to visit my grandmother, mm-hmm. I, they tried to make me work in the tobacco, but I was scared of them tobacco worms. So I would get in trouble, and they would find me in the house. 
So then they gave me the job. Listen to this. They gave me the job of cooking the lunch mm-hmm. and breakfast. Okay. Because I couldn't do it. Yeah, right, right, right. So again, I know how to cook. Yeah. I know how to make meals. Yeah. Those kind of things. So Yeah, you do. You and, cook really and, good. So, but again, I, 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 I was able to look back and what I learned. And my parents, grandparents had a farm. Mm-hmm. So as, so, but I'm, you know, we tend to look at like, uh, jobs, some jobs we we um, look at as like it has to attach to slavery. Mm-hmm. You're not working in tobacco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of helping them saying we could be a farmer, farmers mm-hmm. are very important. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, there's skills, mm-hmm. the management skills mm-hmm. that you need and mm-hmm. those things. Or working like they parents tend to look at jobs like Amazon and Boy's Head mm-hmm. as factory jobs, like mm-hmm. the old factories. Yeah. But these factories today don't look like that. They're right. computerized. Right. And they're not hot and they're right. not, you know, dirty looking and right. stuff like that. But they're very important pieces. So we got to get our students through the parents mostly mm-hmm. to understand that those those jobs are needed and they're the skill sets that are attached to them mm-hmm. that can be used to to for example become an owner of a of a mm-hmm. plant a company right, right. right? Mm-hmm. um we just got to work it work in the um mm-hmm. the beginning stages mm-hmm. you know um so and, and so i i think that we we tend to again just because we didn't go to college, mm-hmm. we want our child to go to college. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I get that. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I mm-hmm. push you to go. And there was one time you was really upset with me because you couldn't find a job, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Ma, you told me to go to college." Yeah, but I would say, "What? Look, just hold on, mm-hmm. daughter," because mm-hmm. and then because I had to say, "We work. We operate in favor. Right. It's right. coming for you. Right." Um, Faber is coming, mm-hmm. right? So, but so now I'm I'm encouraging our parents, mm-hmm. and and your your um, dissertation with, that you did for your doctorate really elevated my my frame of thinking even more. Mm-hmm. It gave me a more boldness gotcha. to make sure, like we just got through graduation mm-hmm. at Brunswick High School, and. I was walking around asking the seniors, okay, so what you getting ready to do? Yeah. I did, came across one young man. Mm-hmm. He says, I don't know. I really don't know. I said, okay, so I'm going to send you to, I got I got a hookup at the Virginia Employment Commission. Mm-hmm. Mary Vaughn is her name. And, and I mentioned Mary. She's awesome. She loves young people. Mm-hmm. And she really helped me and trained me. Yeah. I said, okay, just let me know when you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need transportation? Mm-hmm. I'll arrange transportation. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, my mom... I think he said his mom is working at Boar's Head, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I don't have chance. I, could, I said, oh, well, that's good. Boar's Head, the very first day on your job, you have an opportunity to be promoted. You yeah. know that, right? Wow. I said, and I've gone in there. Um, and so that meat and stuff is really, <laughs> so we, that's a, that's a good company to work mm-hmm. for. But mm-hmm. I think he was thinking of it as a low life job. Yeah. Lesser than, I yeah. said, you work there and get your um, experience mm-hmm. and get to understand production. Mm-hmm. You, you open yourselves up to work at any productive yeah. company. And then I said, and you could own one one day. And yeah. he looked at me like, you know what? That's right. He walked away shaking his head mm-hmm. like, yep, yep. You you mentioned that a couple of times in just some of your responses. How do you feel about how or how has career and technical education really opened the door or does it open the door to entrepreneurship? Because you talked about it when you were talking about, you know, uh, 
owning a daycare and mm-hmm. making sure your students have licensures or things like mm-hmm. that so that they could own a daycare or go work for somebody. So how do you feel about career and technical education opening the doors to entrepreneurship? Well, in, in our CTE programs, every area we teach about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. We teach about management, mm-hmm. how to do budgets, mm-hmm. how to hire, mm-hmm. you know, and that's part of the curriculum mm-hmm. for you to think about. Um, so most students, again, our theme is you're going to leave there either employed, enlisted, mm-hmm. enrolled, mm-hmm. or, and or as an entrepreneur, yeah. thinking at least thinking about that, yes, you can own a business. You just got to learn the other side of that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the management mm-hmm. side, having you know, either you're going to do a nonprofit, or mm-hmm. a, a, a LLC, mm-hmm. and just understanding that that's doable, right? You know, you just got to keep your fees paid up every year, right? But it's doable, right? And some some people have that mindset that they they want to work for themselves, they right? Don't work for nobody, right? They just have to be taught, yeah, the entrepreneur side yeah. of that, so. So that's the but and and we really push that mm-hmm. because um, businesses is is you know it's like the icing on the cake. I, yeah. I'll tell them for that area. Why do you think? So that was one of the themes that came up in my dissertation, hearing from parents about one of the the biggest things that they want or identify as wealth. Right. A mm-hmm. legacy uh-huh. is the ability to own, operate and have their own business. Why do you think entrepreneurship is such a big. I'll call it a love language in the black community. Again, in this area, mm-hmm. I learned a lot that there was a lot of businesses that were owned by blacks. Mm-hmm. When I was a little girl mm-hmm. coming here, I remember um, the cleaning there was a cleaners used to come pick up the clothes and they mm-hmm. were black. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was like five, six years old. The milkman yeah. owned the owned the company. Yeah. yeah. Um and um in my just by talking to my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, they, they shared that there was and that and at one time that was the only way that they can make money. Mm-hmm. They had to start their own mm-hmm. because they weren't allowed to work in any companies mm-hmm. or anything, right? Mm-hmm. So they um, had their own way of making money, which yeah. is, was entrepreneurship. So I always say that it runs in our blood. Because, yeah. you know, and, you know, our history shows that it was um, discouraged because of what happened, mm-hmm. you know, to a, a lot of communities yeah. where they were destroyed because we have the knowledge. Yeah. You know, we have yeah. the knowledge. And, and that's the other thing is what has happened, I feel, in the African-American community, we don't talk about money. Mm-hmm. To our children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We we just give them money, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let them buy those sneakers and yeah. stuff, but we don't teach them how to make the money. Yeah, for because when they eventually get on there, and they don't have to wait till they get on their own, right? Or we we don't um, teach them about. Um, entrepreneurship period. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to think my dad is something he owned. So many businesses because mm-hmm. he was one. I'm not. He he literally left the nursing profession mm-hmm. to start his own business, mm-hmm. and he had a contracting company. Mm-hmm. He had a real estate business. Mm-hmm. He helped partner with a restaurant. So that's where it comes with my family. Mm-hmm. So in creating wealth, mm-hmm. 
is is owning, you know, land mm-hmm. and homes. Mm-hmm. And so he left a legacy because he used to always say when I was a little girl, mm-hmm. I'm we're going to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And I spent all of my childhood waiting mm-hmm. for that money to show up, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but then... As an adult, I realized, you know, the Bible says there's life and death and the yeah. power of the tongue. Yeah. So I called my brothers and sisters and I said, God, Dad spoke millionaire. Mm-hmm. That's part of his legacy. Mm-hmm. So it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. And so now most all my nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. including you, own mm-hmm. your own homes mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. And that's part of wealth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so I, I, I just believe that we just have to go back and redefine mm-hmm. or bring back what our ancestors mm-hmm. you know they came and they they had to yeah find a way yeah to to make money or survive yeah and that's that has to come back now like yeah when i was in school mm-hmm. cte was really uh what was it called vocational, vocational education. education i learned how to sew in the seventh grade mm-hmm. and i ended up this is another example of getting a job mm-hmm. I ended up being off Broadway, mm-hmm. but I also was the costume designer, mm-hmm. and I was able to use that sewing mm-hmm. skills, mm-hmm. and I got paid for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, back then, you know, I was like, I just made a deal with my mom. I'll make my clothes if you buy my shoes, because you know mm-hmm. me, I'm a shoe person. Yeah. But it's again those little things, even that we've learned in elementary and middle school, mm-hmm. those classes. Like now, we we have project based learning, but it's actually just. You know, I used to say, um, uh, I forgot what I called it, but it's teaching students, children, Mm -hmm. to use their hands and their minds, Mm -hmm. their creativity, Mm -hmm. bringing out, stirring up that creativity. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of stuff that I learned, too, when I came down here in the summertime, Mm -hmm. we, we couldn't hang out in the house. We had to... And we didn't have running water. Mm-hmm. We had a water outside the mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And we would we call ourselves being bored, but we built stuff. Like mm-hmm. we built a tree house. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, it, it wouldn't last, but mm-hmm. so. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all didn't do a good job with right. it, but you got it up. <laughs> right. We, we would fix stuff because we, we was just, you know, trying to find things to do. Yeah. But now I know how to fix stuff in my house, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And those are things that probably if I wanted to. I could have worked in construction, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And my dad, he he was had a contract. Yeah. Company. So, like, what? How, let's talk through like the disconnect, right? Because you have named several occupations that people may think, "Oh, I didn't know that was career and technical education." I mean, mm. you 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 named a lot. What is the disconnect, especially for Black Americans, between the world of work or the workforce and the education? Because we. To your point you made earlier is we just tell our children to go for the four-year degree, but we never talk to them about finances and the career at the end of the four-year degree. Because I, I guarantee you, if we ask a lot of those students at graduation, yeah, they were telling us what college they were going to. But if I said, what do you want to do with that? There was no answer. Yeah. It was just, I just want to get the biology degree or I want to mm-hmm. do pre-nursing or I want to get a psychology degree. Okay, well, what? but what is the what is the end goal with that? Like what? So I don't know. I mean, we could just talk through like, what is that? What do you think that disconnect is? We just need to um, help them to see, see beyond, beyond the degree. Mm -hmm. 
and so how do we how do we do that as educators what is okay. the okay go ahead i'm sorry so we go over with them there's a there's a platform i love this platform it's major clarity mm-hmm. and we students go in and they do personality assessments mm-hmm. and learning style mm-hmm. assessments and we talk to them about look you see did you really scored high mm-hmm. in this particular area mm-hmm. i had one student that um scored a hundred percent in management mm-hmm. and she had told me that she wanted to be a business owner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so we we connect the dots for them by mm-hmm. using different assessment mm-hmm. tools and then talk to them we'll, we'll go over the fact that you see in this area um there's not a lot of jobs in this area mm-hmm. there's, or there's there's a different variations mm-hmm. of careers mm-hmm. or, or Jobs that you can do in education, for example, right? With my area, right? Daycare director, you could be a child protective service worker, right? Right? You know, what do you want to do specifically? And that's what you go to you you work towards. Do you understand that when you graduate, um, that what are you going to do? You know, what specifically going to go for? Now, I have some students who. Um, has gone through my program, and I'm mm-hmm. really excited because it worked for me. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my students, she's now got her job that she told me she wanted when she first started my program. Okay. So she's a, a, she's a child protective service worker here nice. in Brunswick. Mm. But when she, she started, she, you know, early childhood, she... Um, did her internship at um, Patricia's Child Care. Shout mm-hmm. out to Patricia's Child Care because mm-hmm. she's, she's really partnered with me really good. Yeah. Um, and then Patricia, at that time, hired her. Mm-hmm. And she worked with her all through college. Mm-hmm. She was going to Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. She, she came home. And then the pandemic came. And then, you know, she, she had just been. In fact, she was still working there part time when I had. Um, we develop a paid internship with Patricia's job okay. here. Okay. And so she hired three of my students nice. to do that. Um, but um, this young lady who's working at social service now, I just call her another poster child because mm-hmm. she set a goal mm-hmm. and she allowed mm-hmm. me and uh, Ms. Fagans mm-hmm. to coach her all the way mm-hmm. and not to give up right right you right know, because you can you know you you can get discouraged mm-hmm. as a young person mm-hmm. you know especially and i remember those times when you got discouraged mm-hmm. you know but i saw you get this job mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then you started perceiving another there was another turn that mm-hmm. you took to mm-hmm. get to this other job mm-hmm. that you got and that's that's you know what we have to do is mm-hmm. help them to really know look at the data information mm-hmm. on the industry mm-hmm. okay you want to be a because I, I usually um really work really closely with a student and say they want to be they're going to major in psychology mm. i'm saying okay well you know mm. you really what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean right. i'm a psychology mean? major so i get i i can talk about it right <laughs> so what do you want to do though what that's what i said so what do you want to do, you do, do yeah you and know? that's the part that's hard for people to answer you know yeah. when they they're so focused on the degree and you go well what do you want to do it's like i don't know because i don't know what those industries are so i mean kudos to you for helping students figure out the industries and I guess the part two to that question would be, well, what about the parents, right? So even in our relationship, you, we mm-hmm. talked about how, you know, there was 
I don't know. At, at the time, you probably didn't really know what all the careers were, so you really didn't know how to guide me. So you were like, just go to go to college, go to college. Like so, but now that you know differently, mm-hmm. and you see me navigate the the hills and valleys, and right, life is gonna life. It's gonna do what it does. How can we help parents to understand? Let's not continue to um, preach. Insanity, right? Insanity is mm-hmm. telling someone to do something the same way but expecting a different yeah, result. So we know we have generations of young adults mm-hmm. who have gone to college mm-hmm. and graduated with a degree. I'm not even going to talk about the ones who didn't finish. Right. But the ones who have gone to college, they've gotten a degree, and they can't get a job because they don't have a degree with a certain set of skills. I think about uh, the movie Taken. You remember that? Have you seen that movie? That's when the girl got kidnapped. Yeah, her oh. father was like, I have a certain set of skills that I'm going to come and I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you. Mm. Like, I mean, that's a little <laughs> dramatic. But I mean, but like industry is looking for a certain set of skills yes, that you sir. can find in your job. So anyway, how do you uh, help parents understand the need to do their research so they can help guide and coach their people and help them understand that the degree is not the end all be all. Like, and then also to not be ashamed, right? If they can't say out loud, my kid is going to such and such Mm -hmm. college, Mm -hmm. but no, my kid has decided to either stay and work for a while, Mm -hmm. go to a community college. Like how do you help, help a parent out there? That it's a, it's an individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Please don't put everybody in the same pot. Yeah, that's um, good. And that's even as a student, mm-hmm. and then that student's parent or mm-hmm. guardian that's connected with them. Mm-hmm. When one example is, I had a young man a couple of years back who said he wanted to be. We had a we had a job fair, so I I really had partners that helped me to help pull out. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, this student may talk to um, this person. Mm-hmm. And they are able to um, engage with them more mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's not a one-man show. Mm. You not need to pull in the right all. people. Yeah. So this young man, won, we had a uh, Korean job fair. And Virginia Employment, my peeps from Virginia Employment, they, I'll call them out again. Shout out <laughs> to Virginia Employment Commission. But um, they came. They always showed up. Um, and I know, uh, Sherry Saunders. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal, and she, uh, we were talking, talking with this young man, and he said, well, I really want to be a commercial airline pilot, but I know that ain't going to happen, and she mm-hmm. was like, why can't it happen? Mm-hmm. So she was on it. She said, well, I'm going to introduce you to somebody who is, mm-hmm. and then she said, I think it was, uh, it was in UVA, I forgot the name of the college, mm-hmm. That we can get you connected. She yeah. said it's doable. Yeah. Right. And so he was listening. And so I called his mom mm-hmm. and she said, He just talking a whole lot of nonsense. That ain't, I said, Ma, he really wants to do it and we mm-hmm. we can help him doing right, it. Right. And she she really didn't have the, the resources. Yeah. That. And okay. she didn't have the confidence and faith in him. Mm. You know, that and ma- that's what we need. We, yeah. when, I, when our child, like I remember you were saying you wanted to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, good. You know, I didn't have resources and stuff, but mm-hmm. I did take you to uh, Howard University job mm-hmm. fair. Not yeah. job fair. Career. Uh, law, law school. school yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. And because my brother worked in the custodian he was the head of the custodian department for one of the law schools mm-hmm. i was like okay 
here we go. We we got a connection. So mm-hmm. I, I that's what I had. And that's the guy what, knew who uncle, my he uncle knew was. Your uncle yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And, and your look was like, oh God, <laughs> not going to that school. <laughs> so, um, but what I'm saying is, we as parents, we we need to take everything that we have, resources, mm-hmm. um, and even receive help. That's good. We we need yeah. to be able to receive help because we are out here. And so the mom really was like, because this, again, this student was labeled as a special ed student, too. Mm-hmm. And so so she was like, he's just talking and mm-hmm. dreaming. And I said, I, I believe that he could do it, too. So mm-hmm. I was like, please let us help. And mm-hmm. she was like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so probably about three years later at the prom, he came and he said, by the way, mm-hmm. he had his commercial airline pilot. Oh, wow. That's and amazing. And I was like, but see, that's, but see, parents need that. They yeah. need to be helped to believe. Right. And, and that, you know, and some probably feel like, you know they they don't they are, they all run out of resources so mm-hmm. they don't have faith in their child mm-hmm. to succeed mm-hmm. and and he wasn't an a student or a b student mm-hmm. you know but again i always tell my teachers we gotta look out for those the ones that are really left behind yeah and those are students that don't say anything they're right. watching us really get excited right. about the a student yeah. and the b student who's doing really well and yeah. you're going to go to this college you're going to do this you're going to do this and they're just sitting back just feeling like well but we got to that's why i say we got to deal with each student one-on-one no matter what's going on with mm-hmm. them because we can help them in the long run not just with careers but right. with their being their right. self-awareness yeah. yeah you know all of that is in common with helping people so mm-hmm. I, so i've i've realized that my skill is helping people understand their purpose yeah and that's that's what cte is to me yeah yeah no that's really good i mean you, you said some you said a lot that was good but you also how in the school system you know we only focus on the high flyers or the ones who are failing right the kids in the middle yeah. the students in the middle don't really get the attention and sometimes they get left behind and so treating each student as an individual because even the students who are the high flyers we just assume they want right. to go to a four-year institution mm-hmm. where they may not want to do that may they may want to do something else or They're pleasing parents right mm-hmm. you know and they don't feel like they have the option to say i don't want to go to college That's like right. i i just i want to go and i want to go do an apprenticeship you know mm-hmm. i have a different post-secondary option that i want so mm-hmm. i think you know language matters even in the school system as far as it's really about the post-graduation options. College is a part of that, but there's so many other things that people can do to get to where they want to get to um, without all the debt that comes with right. that that debt that comes with it. And I think, you know, when I was reaching out to you and I was frustrated with, like, the fact that I went to college, it was that I had all this debt that I needed to pay mm-hmm. off and yeah. the return on investment wasn't coming. You couldn't help me. I mean, you're right. a single mom, That's so... Right. I mean, you you did what you could do, mm-hmm. but the truth of it was you didn't have the money to help me pay off my loans. Maybe had I went a different route, I wouldn't have had as many loans, right? right? That's right. And been able to get financially stable mm-hmm. in a different way and maybe a lot quicker. So you, you want to ask something? So your road to where you are now, though? It looks it looks a lot different. I mean, and part of it is because... I have an idea of what I want to do, right? I'm not just out here getting degrees to have degrees, right. you That's know? Right. So, mm-hmm. um, 
when I went when we were on the school hunter college tours, you know, I was like I wanted I knew I wanted to be a lawyer. Um but then I had to make a shift because when I moved to um Charlotte, the job, the labor market for lawyers was looking very, very different. It was looking bleak. And by that time, I had too many loans to even take the risk. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> okay, Lord, we're going to have to pivot because law school costs a lot of money. Um, and that was hard for me because I I did, I wanted to be a lawyer, but I also had to check why I wanted to be a lawyer. Like money was the motivator because I assumed that lawyers made a lot of money. But doing more research is like, once you, they don't make that much money mm-hmm. that you think that you see on TV and all that kind of stuff. And so I was able to to pivot. But you also helped with that. Like, you allowed me to do it. I could bounce ideas off mm-hmm. of you or mm-hmm. even change my mind. The fact that I'm not a lawyer, you didn't hold that over my head either and say, well, I thought you said you going to be a lawyer. See, you don't never do what you You didn't do all that. Right. You just That's allowed right. me to pivot mm-hmm. when needed and necessary. And then also you probably was like, I don't got no money to help you. <laughs> <laughs> but so the thing of it is, I saw you really dissect what you just said why did i want to be a lawyer yeah you're our advocate yeah, yeah i am i you're, am you're an advocate that's your i'm one of your i would say your skill sets mm-hmm. your but I, and then i realized very quickly that i could advocate for people in a different way that's right. so um and i chose the route or i didn't choose it it chose me mm-hmm. education as a way to advocate mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. Um, you know, students who are born in poverty and all, and have the first generation college students, but also students who students of color. You know, helping right. institutions understand uh, what their needs are and how to retain them and keep them in their program. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that at this point that I'm able to work with even adults i love working mm-hmm. with adults and when i was at the virginia employment commission i, I worked with adults who have been working on a job for 30 years and didn't yeah. have a high school diploma yeah. they were making good money right but now they needed they had to start all over they had to reskill so yeah my struggle with them was getting them to you know go back to school you're mm-hmm. not too old mm. to go back to school just yeah. go back and do what you what you like yeah it's important yeah for that and so that's what um when i'm dealing with mm-hmm. students because i teach early childhood mm-hmm. so it's you know in child development we deal with the with um, emotional social mm-hmm. physical and cognitive mm-hmm. and so i have them to think about themselves mm-hmm. in those areas mm-hmm. where where you're strong and and Really, what what do you love to do mm-hmm. in your heart? Mm-hmm. And then when they decide on something, well, why do you think you want to do that? Right. You know. And again, there's so many, um, I guess you say, uh, pathways. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can do you can do more than one mm-hmm. um, career. That's what we encourage them to do. Go mm-hmm. through my program. Go through culinary arts, and then you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So even well, I encourage them. They, a lot of them working in fast foods, but you learn the business. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. big manager, manager. Yeah, why are you working there? Because <laughs> <laughs> again, I don't. When I used to remember, we had our summer program. Mm-hmm. I used to get money every year to hire mm-hmm, students. Mm-hmm. But you remember, you telling me I'll, if I ask you why do you want to work with mm-hmm. us? 
don't tell me because you need money. Yeah. Money is not going to make you do right. Money is not going to. I need to know why do you, what do you bring to the table? Yeah. And, and then we're going to help you develop even more and bring out even more. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is good. Um, so I have two more questions, I think. Um, what, what, if there's anything else you want to share with the people, what is one thing that you would leave with them? And you could talk to any audience. It could be a parent, a student, a community member, a business industry. I mean, you talked a lot about how you industry is at the table and how that's important. Yeah. But, like, what is one thing in the space of career and technical education through the perspective of black people and how our relationship with CTE, what would you, what would you like to share? Final words. Final words. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to um, help equip and build our young people and, and, and see them through their eyes, too. You know, mm-hmm. because, um, and that's the only way that we can help them, mm-hmm. work with them without judgment, mm-hmm. without condemnation, mm-hmm. and understand that we were there. Right. Are, right. <laughs> yeah. And with CTE, I just feel like it's just helping the community at large to mm-hmm. understand that we have to develop. Mm-hmm. We have to develop people mm-hmm. to work in our community because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, they don't want to come back. Yeah. But if we encourage the students mm-hmm. and even the the parents, I always say that we parents have needs too. Yeah. You know, even in our programming, help parents to. If they want to go to college, mm-hmm. help them. Help mm-hmm. them to get training mm-hmm. to understand that um, it, that they need help too, mm-hmm. and we we can all work together. I always say that it's I'm part of so many villages, mm-hmm. and that's what we have to look at, especially in the rural area. Mm-hmm. Work together and help. We we have companies that come in. We have a new hotel is being built yeah. here, so that is hospitality. Yeah, you yeah. know. So that's. It's crazy how you like you just made a connection between career and technical education, training students, and economic development, mm-hmm. right? Like right. we, especially in rural areas. I mean, Lawrenceville, Virginia, Brunswick, Strong. We're a great community, but we lack economic development. We yes. we know the the things that will make people want to stay here. Because when mm-hmm. I graduated, I was out. You were I'm not sure if I'm coming back, but, <laughs> but I was out. But it's like how career technical education can help grow a community because companies want to come where they know they have people to work. That's right. Right. So, you, you know, this new hotel is coming in. It's like you're going to need people mm-hmm. to work. You're going to need a hotel manager. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to need culinary, arts. culinary someone to cook, uh-huh. you know, people to clean. And those aren't jobs that are beneath right. anybody. And that's what we got to help yeah. understand. Yeah. Stop looking at um, the type of job. Type of job. Yeah. We, and we actually, I want to share and then I'll stop. We okay. have, um, I'm, and myself and two other um, educators are being trained. It's a program called Teamship, mm-hmm. and we're training to be coaches in what we're doing. I love this because this, this is new and innovative. Um, we will connect with a business, mm-hmm. and the students will meet with this business mm-hmm. to talk about a problem that the business will bring to them. Mm. And they, the only, um, we only required about five hours, and it's usually going to be done on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And and the students go back and come up with an answer yeah, for solutions. Resolve, solution. Yeah, that's what we and need. And so, um, and not it's 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 no more of pretending and 
you know, playing. Mm-hmm. We, you know, students need to work with real life yeah. issues, and that's what this is. And that's how they learn those skills, those soft skills or essential skills. Mm-hmm. Um, the teamwork. critical thinking, oh. teamwork, team building. You know, communication. Mm-hmm. How to appropriately communicate when to communicate when not to communicate that or say that like all those things Mm -hmm. how to bite your tongue or you know Mm -hmm. you your supervisor may say something you don't like but it's not the time or the place and those are things that can't be taught in a classroom those are things that you have to be on the job but and if they can learn it early you know before they even get out here the better they will be because it's only going to help them if they decide to go and sit in the classroom somewhere you know so okay so last question are you team Booker T. Washington or W.E.B. Du Bois or Du Bois? I'm both. Okay. And I think that that's what CTE is. Mm-hmm. It's their, their perspective combined. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so glad that they eventually, you know, came together mm-hmm. in agreement. Am I right? You know, of Well, Booker T. Washington died before they could, like, fully come into agreement. Okay. But, you know, when you look at their philosophies yes. you know they their philosophies do eventually mm-hmm. merge and then i always say had washington been able to live we would have seen his thinking evolve just like we saw the boys right. <clears throat> his thinking evolve yeah. but yeah so I, I i really think that all our um former or ancestors they really we really need to appreciate them and mm-hmm. understand where they came from and yeah um, we didn't have to go through just African we didn't have to go through, but listening to the older older people mm-hmm. you know the wisdom and yeah. that's that's the thing that um um I want to be able to bring to the table and for students to understand yeah that wisdom they need to understand how to operate with wisdom mm-hmm. um, so and you're right. This generation is wholly different. Like I always say, y'all millenniums. Millennials. <laughs> Millennials. <laughs> they, y'all are very, you know, detailed and you know, operate in excellence. You, but there's some things that I observe, but I, as a, what am I? You're a baby, baby boomer. boomer. Mm-hmm. Could bring to y'all. For example, I know you, you said, you always say that baby boomers messed up the world. Yeah, y'all did a lot. We did a lot, but we did, y'all we, need to get along. Yeah, you know it's my But but I, I, but the generation you teaching, they Gen Zs don't 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 lump them in. Y'all the ones, millennials, all the ones going to have to deal, know, we deal do. with them. Yes, yeah. in the workplace. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But they so, enjoy to work with. I mean, they're in the workplace now, Gen right. Z, and they're joy. You know, they're joy to work with. So we just have to. A lot of times, you know, deal with the, their presentations of things. You know, I yeah. have some in my class. They they get on my nerves sometimes, but mm-hmm. I listen to them. Mm-hmm. I realize I kind of listen listen to them through the the tone of their voice sometimes. Right. You know, they're not really being disrespectful. They right. just don't know. They're just trying to get their voice heard. Right. And so I have to, you know, let go of okay the way she's talking. But then after the fact, then I'm able to go back because. She knew that I heard her, right? And right. I accepted her, right? Her, her thoughts and her creative ideas, yeah. And then I'm able to go back. Um, the way you talk to me, she and she'll receive it, right? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Miss Janus, but it's 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 really. Um, I'm I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful to be able to be working in CT using CTE to bring people to where they need to be, yeah. Helping to understand. 
their purpose in life. Yeah. And 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 the other thing is bringing partners in, the right people mm-hmm. to work with me and help me because again, mm-hmm. it's not a one woman show. Right. It's right. Not. It takes a village. It takes a village. Yeah. So. so. Um, well, thank you so much for talking You're to welcome. me today on my podcast. I appreciate it. You're I've enjoyed welcome. it. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Bye. Bye.